Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Goes without saying, you're listening to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Wing. And I'm Sefi. And this is oof, another hard hitter. We're on the Nepo Baby Talk. We're on the Privilege Talk. We're on kind of um, cost of living crisis, disparity of wealth in the UK talk. Um, I hope you enjoy this. I hope this makes you feel validated if you're feeling a little bit insecure or frustrated or like you've been made to feel unworthy because of the experiences that you have or haven't had. We're sending loads of love as usual. Thanks for listening. Hope to see you soon. I hope you're in the French Riviera somewhere. <laughs> Enjoying a privileged girl boss life. That's what I want for all of us to be as privileged as possible. Enjoy. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> I'm excited for this one. Me too. Once again, inspired by our real lives, real stories, real lives, real lives, real lives. Real people, <laughs> but the that. events may have been exaggerated for your entertainment. For sure. And if you recognise, yeah, and if you recognise yourself in these stories, it is purely coincidence. Coincidence. Totally fictional. Absolutely. We'll go on. Let's talk about it. Spill the beans on that. I think you can spill that bean. Not not in depth, but like you can dress it up. Just take us straight into your world. You know, when it's a Thursday episode, we can just get a bit like, Mm -hmm. look, come on, it's a Thursday. But Lucy, go to see. No one gives a shit. Do you know what I mean? They're like, who even are you? I just put this on by accident. Haven't turned it off yet. Yeah, they don't know us. Let's go. In the last episode, we were kind of talking about, right at the end, if you didn't hear it, that I think, there's something about my personality that people think they can say quite rude things to me. And (laughs) they think you need to be taken down a notch. And I think they need to shut their fucking mouth. They really do. Which is so offensive because I really don't need to be taking down any notches. Like, No, especially because it's not from strangers. It's from people in your life. But anyway. Yeah, but there's definitely something about my personality where things are said to me that I do think other people are not having these things no. said to them. And for some reason, well, I just take it. Me and you do the same thing. We're in a partnership. We're in a life partnership. Yeah. You're hearing things that I am yet to hear and I find it intriguing and fucking disgusting, <laughs> <laughs> frankly. But anyway, so take really, it away. what is this episode? Yeah, yeah. Go on, take it. I didn't really realise we were going to say all this. Um, and it wasn't even a big you know. thing. It yeah. wasn't even a big thing, but it was something that was said to me, I reckon, like a week ago. But, you know, I've been mulling on it. And I yeah. spoke about it to my sister last night and we were like, that was a bit weird, right? But someone said these words to me. Okay. They said, 
out of literally out of nowhere. Steffi's living her life. She's chilling out. She's like having a drink. She's sunbathing, whatever. You know, I'm living my life. I'm living my best She's living a lovely life. life. Yeah. Eating my desserts. Minding her own business. As she Minding should. my own business. And someone out of nowhere came up to me and said, so if you're so successful, how come you don't live in London? <laughs> <laughs> Um. So if you're so successful, it's like what? Like looking also, like, around, like first of all, that? never said I was. Never no. ever said I was. So how come from. you had to move? Like I think it was like how come you moved out of London or I like, had to move out mm. of London? I think was the mm. phrase, and it was almost like, okay, let's work on our definition of success, shall we? Sure. Well, let's work on our de- definition of fucking table manners, lady. Let's do let's that, lady. But also like. <laughs> There definitely is a, um, a disparity in our ideas of success, and like, or like you're equating sure. success to being apparently a multi-millionaire. Living <laughs> Can't even in say London, the word. That's how far that I am means. from it. A millionaire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was definitely something that um, went into my We're soul. grinding the gears. Yeah, Just went right into myself. So if you're so successful, how come you had to move out of London? <laughs> Um, But I think it comes from that sort of thing. I think it came from a feeling of discomfort with me being comfortable Mm. with the idea of moving out of London. Ah, We've spoken about this a lot on the... I've spoken about it a lot on the podcast that I moved out of London. I lived there for three years. I moved out to... Basically, I was making the decision to prioritise the idea of like fun in my life in December. I was like, right, in the new year, I want to basically be able to go travelling as much as possible. I want to go on holidays. I want to like live my life not stuck in England for as much as possible this year. Mm -hmm. And not having to pay rent in London was a huge part of that, that it was like, yes. okay, well, if I'm not living in London, so mm-hmm. expensive, my rent was going up, all of this stuff, I was like, mm. oh my God, well, why? I can't do both. I can't be paying rent and then also going around doing fun things. Yeah, living a life, basically. So it was a decision I made that I was like, right, okay, well, if I can use my home, fortunate mm-hmm. enough, my family home as a base, I can be able to go and do fun things. Mm-hmm. So it was should. actually quite a... A funny statement a uh, funny question to get Very so funny. if you're so successful mm-hmm. because I don't think I'd really I, d- I don't consider myself that I don't know where they'd got this idea of me from mm. the second part of that I find particularly interesting could you tell us vaguely enough that we get the gist of a little bit about this person's history maybe and what they may have wanted for their life and then what they have done or allow oh. me to speak for you is an incredibly privileged person let's say yeah an yeah. incredibly, incredibly privileged person. There's not really much way about it. Nepo baby, basically. Basically, yeah. And a Nepo baby who maybe isn't satisfied with what they're doing, maybe. A Nepo yeah. baby who maybe has chosen to not do the things that they think are particularly meaningful, maybe. A Nepo baby who I am reading is feeling a little bit of frustration that you, so undeservingly, have come in and told the world what you wanted to do instead of waiting for permission when this person who was born into amazing wealth and kind of capitalist freedom... I don't even know if it's... I I, I don't... I, I assume there's a lot of wealth there, but also... Um, it was a, it was um, extreme opportunity. Exactly. I think that's it. I mean, on the side, to have your parent do that. No, definitely. A, that's a level of wealth that I'm, it's I'm not seeing in oh, my oh, life, like 100%. anywhere. Hundred percent. Right. But I don't actually know. 
you know how like some rich people are like oh we were actually bankrupt do you know yeah, what but like fuck kind of, that no, no you're fucking rich i don't give a that. shit like but also i think it's count. like these people don't know what um, broke is. no they've got no fucking idea but all mm. of that kind of whether you could get into the pettiness of their money they were born into basically a land of opportunity. That they know like, what it is to have enough money to know when they're losing money, for example. And to do what Most people to do go through want. their lives with never having any money. Well, not being able to be like, I'm going to pursue potentially a creative thing. That's not even a, I, an idea of a possibility. No. But there so was this definitely is what got an the idea of turning. Like, we've been talking about this a little bit because there was another example, which I don't think we'll get too much into, but it was in your life where we were talking about someone that you've encountered recently, mm. which just highlighted like a disparity between um, people that pursue what they want against what the world has given them, sort of thing. Or like they yeah. pursue what they want in spite of their position in life versus mm. people that seem to have it all, but make decisions as if, or just make the most kind of like safe decisions. And it's like, but you're in a position, class, money, all of this stuff, you're in a position where you can take risks and you can have fun and all of this stuff, but you don't. But then you're jealous and bitter of the people that do take mm. risks and try and all of this stuff, mm. even though they didn't necessarily have that handed on a plate. The conversations we've had have been quite interesting because we definitely react emotionally to different parts of this conversation, I mm. think. You find it really frustrating, correct me if I'm wrong, to mm. see people who are born into crazy privilege, let's say Nepo babies. We're using it loosely. Yeah, we're okay? using Nepo babies. I just want Nepo babies to be in the title. It's quite different to our usual. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of liking it, but I feel like we're on a different sort of tone. Okay, all right. Well, I'm into oh, it. Let's keep, keep, going, walking, keep, keep walking that road. Okay. So, yeah, let's call it Nepo baby. And you get from what I know, particularly frustrated when these Nepo babies don't at least make the most of the opportunity and act like things are unrealistic for them when we can see quite plainly that they were born into that opportunity already. Mm. It wasn't like, oh, they were trying to get their foot in the door. It's like they were born in the door. They were born in the yeah. building. Like yeah. this their baby came to us. Exactly, <laughs> yes, right. Like you were born on the boardroom table and we yeah. watched you be delivered and you chose to do whatever you find that frustrating i think that's fair yeah i find less frustrating like i almost think i don't care what the nepo baby chooses to do as much i think whether they want to kind of capitalize on their privilege or like do something they believe in or Mm. whatever i don't really care i'm more so i'm always (laughs) a bit peeved (laughs) Mm. i'm always jarred by and i know you are too i think the biggest one is the lack of awareness that the i've only ever known people in this world from uni if i would have not made it to uni and i'm glad i did but i never knew anybody i never knew anyone who had gone to a private school i never knew anyone who worked in an office i never knew do you know what i mean like that just wasn't my world and that's fine um and I'm only recently trying to relearn that that is fine because yeah. being at uni, I allowed myself to be st- sucked into this idea of feeling inferior because I didn't have the experiences that everybody else seemed to have. Do you know what? Anyway. That's so interesting because it made me mm. feel superior. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. F- the fact that I didn't go to private school and all of this no. stuff, it made me feel, I think I tapped into a little bit of like, I didn't have what you had. And we're still in the same place. Definitely. And I did have that kind of, in a funny sense, I would always be like, haha, like your parents had to get get you here. 
but like your parents went to uni for example like your yeah. parents you know like have experiencing that my I always say like for example if your parents were an archaeologist my mum couldn't spell archaeology like yeah there's a slightly different level of I'd also just oh it was just uh, it was a turbulent time so I didn't feel any it just it wasn't funny to me like it wasn't um not that it was funny to you but I'm also just mean like it was really like I felt so deeply ashamed of like not being mm. able to pay like first two months rent or like get a deposit from somewhere or like knowing someone who you can use as your reference for like leasing a flat for your yeah. second year and things like that would stress me the fuck out and so what I find frustrating isn't necessarily people who are born into crazy privilege and are like choosing not to use it or kind of like looking around blankly like what what me I get it like that's a bit bizarre and annoying mm. but the thing I'm finding so jarring now that I'm finding more confidence in myself and my experiences and what I've been able to do despite the upbringing goes out saying there's been a ton of privilege going on I would say largely because of my skin color for example that's and just being born in London for example mm. that said the thing I find most frustrating at the moment with people that I now sometimes on the occasion interact with in my life is the lack of awareness from a nepo baby or equivalent that they like to assume that we're all living in the same world and we're just not they say things so they talk about things so calmly and peacefully when we moored our yacht in on the coast of blah 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 when what's the word for like when you blah 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 it's like I don't know why are you asking me you know I don't know like they just speak so calmly about this insane number like the same this insane level of wealth and opportunity and like this world that's what I find jarring is that there's no awareness of this and I think it's why when we do cool things like for example we went to the gleam offices the other day I'm not ever going to shut up about it and I didn't shut up about it on the day and we were buzzing around the room yeah because it isn't normal to get to do cool things I never in a million years would have been invited to like a cool office like that's objectively amazing and I think what I find frustrating is the people who were just born into that world because it's all they know they just get to speak about it so peacefully like without a doubt in their mind I agree Mm. I completely agree like sorry I kind of cut you off a little bit no 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 that's it yeah no I completely agree I think it's so jarring to hear like experiences that you will never get um being treated or that you've had to claw at the fucking ground to get be spoken about as if it's like um going to fucking Starbucks it's like oh when we went to the blah 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 I don't even know I literally don't when we stayed in our villa on the French Riviera I remember thinking blah 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 it's like what the fuck did you just fucking say what but then it's but that's so squandering I think that's the bit that really gets me it's like when you know how big a deal it would be for you to stay at a villa in the French Riviera (laughs) I don't even know what that is I really just pulled out what does it mean it's like I once I once had a nail polish that was called French Riviera Riviera. (laughs) (laughs) that's my knowledge of what the French French Riviera Riviera. is which is right okay beautiful which I did not know as you should French Riviera could not sound more beautiful yeah um, Riviera beautiful Riviera it's like do I name my firstborn daughter Riviera, Riviera. <laughs> beautiful it's quite a beautiful name yeah it really well, is well it's a beautiful something anyway yeah you know album name maybe yeah um, live from I the find Riviera it then frustrating. <laughs> we have to do that Seven Wing live from the Riviera oh Whatever my god means. we do 
This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I find it frustrating when, I don't know, I don't know if I'm asking people like, oh, you've got so much privilege, so use it. Like, I don't know if it's mm. like, oh, you're, you you were born on the boardroom table. Your your dad owns the yeah. building. So why do don't, something in the building. How dare right? you not be CEO? Like, yeah. I, do, I do find it frustrating when it's like people that have been born into like lands of immense opportunity that mm. you could only dream of knowing these people. And it's like, God, the way I would use that to feel confident and I would use that like to get myself where I want and all of this stuff like I could I don't know I know a lot of people that were would well basically a a lot of people that will never get those opportunities who would use these things and they would be the smartest coolest Mm. most successful quote-unquote people that I fuck you fucking know but you've been born into it and you choose to do shit with it I Mm. do find that really frustrating when it's like the people that you find it insulting i find it insulting to the people that i know that deserve things that will never get them Mm, and then i see it being squandered oh i fucking agree i fucking agree like but then i don't know if it would comfort me anymore to be i think it's just um it's just a frustration a level of discomfort with yes with basically inequality and the awareness Mm. that we're on a huge spectrum of inequality in this world Mm -hmm. but i find it i'm not necessarily being like I don't know if I'd find it more comforting. Oh, um, there are Nepo babies. They're always at the fucking BAFTAs because their mum works at fucking BAFTA. Mm. Oh, at least they're using it. I don't know if I find that comforting. I find that still frustrating and all of the stuff. But I think at least I feel like there's an acknowledgement of it and there's like... Like, well almost don't complain then that you haven't done things because no yeah i think no excuse i think that's how you feel yeah yeah when you don't act like it was out of reach for you yeah i think it's that don't uh, if your auntie owns bafta i don't know who these people are your auntie owns bafta and then you say to other people oh i don't even know like oh as if i could get bafta ha 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 but that's also i think feeds into the thing of like this idea of for example, going to uni and everyone's cosplaying this kind of working class Mm -hmm. life, shopping Mm. in Urban Outfitters and spending 75 quid on a jumper to make it look like you got it from a charity shop. Oh, dear Lord. Like, that hurts my soul. And actually, a conversation specifically, I remember we had 
at uni with some people who'd gone to private school and I remember there was a level of there was there was just a bit of a disconnect between the perspectives there Mm -hmm. in that room I think and I'll speak from my personal perspective I was sharing my view that being able to go to a private school especially in London you are so acquainted with so many different realms of people that by the time you graduate that school but by the time you finish you're a school leaver you do have if not if you don't feel like you have ample opportunity maybe you I think have a lot more opportunity than the people who are leaving their um kind of state school I think is the terminology Mm. um with you know the only people they know are their friends parents who are also in working class jobs so like yeah it's like sure when I finished school I could have probably got my way onto a building site if that's what I wanted I probably could have been a plumber I probably could have been um like I knew people who worked in Sainsbury's I probably could have got a job in Sainsbury's but particularly I also had a conversation with someone the other day I was speaking to this guy and he is an artist and I was like did you always know you would do something creative and he said yeah definitely like blah 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 he said did you and I was like absolutely no way like I would have always hoped that but Mm. I wasn't even allowed to entertain the opportunity that I could do something creative because that isn't realistic because I don't know a single artist as a child like I don't know that that is an option I only know like you know the, the kind of five working class jobs and I remember us having this conversation at uni about how leaving private school and leaving a state school are really different experiences because really a lot of people who leave private schools I feel like as someone who's never been to a private school I can Mm. imagine that you end up knowing you know your friend's parents are people who probably work in maybe like office jobs at the minimum or maybe they work in parliament or they don't work in office jobs they yeah they own the office like yeah they kind of work in museums and if they don't then their godmother does and things like exactly and so there was oh no no go go go. no but your um your contacts are the people are your immediate friends and family that's what you're buying that part of what you're buying isn't Mm -hmm. the education but is to be within that network Definitely. of people that will all do each other's favours and all of this stuff or like even like the small jobs you would get as a teenager like I don't know I, d- I did a lot of babysitting as a kid but you're babysitting for people in these circles you know but mm. that you're getting what cash in hand 20 quid they're getting 100 quid because you're oh, just in a different it's saying. just a different calibre like you're yeah, around I didn't even th- you're going to you're living you're in different pa- you're worlds. paying for access to this class that is definitely what you're, that is a large part of what you're paying for and i've been thinking back on that conversation that we had at uni recently a little bit more because i think i'm at a point where you know the perspective that i was sharing at the time of like you know you do leave a private school with a fair amount of privilege in terms of like getting a job for example or getting even a creative job let's say yeah you def in my view, you leave a private school with a fair amount of privilege in that sense. You do no, and that's that not, was that's fact. Well, that was that's really fact. that was really like argued quite strongly in this conversation. And I remember being quite hurt at the time and I was saying like I remember being in school and the teacher 
saying to us like you know a lot of you boys will probably get stabbed a lot of you boys will probably be stabbing people blah 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 and I remember saying to my friend like I don't think you've ever contemplated what it might mean to be stabbed until your tube maybe passed through where I was from and and you kind of put your head down and put your phone in your bag like you don't you don't exist in the same world and that is frustrating because as you were saying actually I know the people in my life who aren't from that privileged world are so creative and so valuable and have so much to share and it isn't even an option and that's why I'm really proud no it will never happen and And I'm so proud of myself even when I was talking to my dad about the podcast and like things have gone so well recently and I just feel really good and I was kind of saying this in the last episode of like you know despite mentally like mental being mentally challenged Mm. or despite mental things going wrong Mm. and whatever blah 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 and despite also like real life traumatic events I'm also and I think this is kind of getting to maybe where you were at uni of being proud of where you'd got because you didn't go to a private school for example and being a bit like oh I feel superior because you guys paid to be here sort of thing I don't even know it's superior but it's um a sense of like we were not on the same footing and now we are and now we are yeah I like that to a certain level yeah to a certain level um not really (laughs) no we're not (laughs) you still have so much more (laughs) yeah Yeah. but I do think being a student kind of balms people because they get to do the whole like pretending that they're skint sort of thing yeah um and I was having a conversation with my dad recently about things that have gone well for the podcast and we were kind of putting into perspective like I don't know it's not like a dick swinging contest but my parents like my grandparents came to London in the 60s as immigrants like my dad's parents didn't speak English like Mm. my dad didn't speak English like they really had to work super hard to just be able to live my parents didn't go to uni I didn't know anyone who went to uni I I could have gone to a better uni than Sussex because I got amazing Mm. grades as I said in the last one because I worked really hard like there have been so many challenges to then not only like be able to finish school and go to uni huge achievement I think for anyone whose kind of university acceptance rate at their school was like two percent or something Mm. a huge achievement in itself I think to be able to I don't know push yourself whatever I think and do something that your parents never could have done for example I do think the awareness now that I'm doing something creative feels and doing something fulfilling feels like such an insane luxury because all I've ever known and I think this goes for most people actually is the idea that jobs are things that you hate and you just have to do them Mm-hmm. and that yeah. I've always known that to be the truth an undeniable truth a fact of life a fact of life and to be able to right now have done loads of cool things like graduating uni whatever all those little things despite not having the same experiences that the peers that I was graduating alongside had mm. I don't know it just feels I'm at that point now where I'm feeling a little bit of that thing that you were talking about at uni of like oh I've got myself somewhere and I've got I think I've got myself somewhere pretty special when I think of how fulfilling this is and how I think not stereotypical it is for someone who has had my upbringing I think Mm -hmm. as well some people could listen to this and see it as um Harry Styles at the Grammys at the Grammys people like me just don't get opportunities to people like me and you know 
I think as well that's why the privileged conversation is quite difficult for a lot of people because they don't want to be honest about what they've had. I'm not saying Harry doesn't want to be honest about what he's had at all, but more so just generally. It was generally. an odd statement though. <laughs> well, I think PR-wise, you can tell that as a white man in this kind of current climate, you... Maybe don't say that. I think his PR team Especially surely could have anticipated how everyone that was, was wanting Beyonce to win. Maybe don't say that it's it doesn't happen much, to people like it? you, Harry. But then I do understand the working class element of being from a town where nobody leaves and no one has a name that anybody knows and not that there's anything wrong with that because again I think we've touched on in the past the idea that especially with like influencer culture you're made to Mm. feel like your normal small life is meaningless and I think just because it's normal yeah just because it's quote-unquote normal doesn't mean it's fucking nothing like Mm. I think the whole thing is fucked up but yeah yeah I think the conversation is difficult for a lot of people because they don't they don't want to be honest about and maybe also not even that they don't want to be honest but they actually they don't have the awareness that they think they do like no, i think they don't believe it but also mm. i think it's it's firstly it's confronting to be like the things that you you feel like i don't doubt that these people think that they worked really hard for it i don't sure. think there's no um i don't know they're not they're thinking god i got this handed to me because in certain ways they didn't get it handed to them but they're mm. not really understanding that there's like a huge they don't know what other people's lives sliding like. scale yeah, yeah, of like your idea of hard work is not the same. And in so many ways, my idea of hard work is not the same as so many people's. Like mm. it goes it goes so far both yes. ways. And I think it's like the awareness of like being somewhere on that spectrum. And I also think like it is the responsibility of everyone that isn't at the very fucking bottom of that um spectrum, but everyone that is at the very, very top of that spectrum of people that I mean, if your dad is kind of the CEO of the company that you work at mm. or if your I don't know parents 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 all went to university and all of this stuff and you're in a it's a mm. history of people going of highly educated people yeah. it kind of is your responsibility to at the bare minimum have an awareness of it but the mm. lack of awareness that I see from the people that are right at the top they're in literally the one percent mm. and they literally have no awareness of it at all. And I do think that is quite insulting. I think it's really fucking insulting because it's actually like, these events actually give you real, like the, especially in the UK, like there are so many people currently, even in London, living in like huge poverty. Mm. That creates real trauma. That means you're less likely to live a long and healthy life. That has real tangible impact on what your life looks like. It creates actual physical pain for you and your life. Also not only just what your life looks like, but your children and their children and their children. Like, it's not just like, oh, we're a pocket now in time of like, just we all happen to be here, but we're just like slapped on this planet and we're all of different um, levels of privilege and all of this stuff and opportunity. No, it's not that. It's that all of our parents and grandparents, all this stuff, it's a continuing cycle. And then that will then be continued. Like, it's not just, oh, right now what happens to us is all in a vacuum. Be aware of your privilege or... um, it will make it unpleasant for everyone. It's like, no, it like actually has like real world massive impacts on like healthcare, education, housing, all of the mm. like massive topics that will just get passed down and passed down yeah. and continue this awful fucking cycle. And this is why I find it annoying when um, kind of the Nepo babies of the world are like, oh, we weren't even that rich growing up. Or like, oh, I went to private school on a scholarship like and my parents had yeah. to sell their villa in the French Riviera and stuff. Yeah. Because that is a blip 
of oh okay you had a moment of like a bank did something wrong to you mm-hmm. big deal i'm talking about like literally Actual not knowing poverty. how to use the bank because you don't have any financial yeah. awareness you've never been given a slither of education and that's not to undermine people that's like the actual truth is that people aren't exposed to just so many things that other people take it for granted and i find it very jarring and i always speak about uni but i think that was just a time where i didn't meet a single soul on the same wavelength as me and that really affected my self-esteem I think uni definitely is one of the things where you... I mean, if we all come from these completely different backgrounds, really, we all come from Mm. our different areas, you all come into this... Well, basically, I don't know. I'm speaking from my thing, but I grew up in a very small, rural town. The people that that I considered wealthy around here, like there'd be a few families Mm. that I'd be like, oh, they're rich or they're rich. When I got to uni, quickly realised that they would be very much considered poor. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think there is a huge you're hit in the face with it at university like your idea of wealth it like you've been looking at like yeah i mean like your your idea of wealth is insignificant these people are like actually we're actually fucking rich Mm. like even my idea of like to go to a private school like the people that i knew people that went to private schools like there was a private Mm. school like near my area that a lot of people went to and i had like two friends from primary school that ended up going there wow and yeah like they left in year six they didn't go to the state school around here they went to the private school mm. and i considered that so posh to do that That's it such is a, fucking like, posh as fuck it totally it's no wild. it totally is it completely yeah. is they went to a private school their parents paid for their education but until <laughs> then you get to university and you realize the distinction between a rural private school where they're maybe mm. paying i don't know 15 grand a year to send oh, them there wild. and a london private school where they're spending i don't know ninety thousand pounds a year like hundreds of thousands i remember yeah. googling someone being like it's actually mind-blowing and disgusting it, it is disgusting it's vulgar no, it, and is, it, it is actually it's vulgar. evil because i almost think then the song and dance that everyone does about like oh let's give these like working class kids this scholarship and let's do this and let's do that it's like you're sitting on so much money you're sitting on yeah. so much money and you actually can't bring yourself to do anything of value with it it's so so sad it's like inhumane yeah it's like deeply disgusting yeah like and actually this country is just built on theft and violence and rape and and white supremacy and an actual white supremacy and it makes yeah. me a bit ill and that's in that was like everyone i met at uni it's like oh that's that's your guys's family like that it's hurts that's yeah that's who that's your grandparents like that hurts because i know my grandparents and th- i can see them they're alive in the flesh and it's all exposed when we look at who our very direct history is it all becomes very clear oh that's why you keep talking so calmly about the french riviera because we're not from the same life but also it's the direct history but that's one thing like that is absolutely out of these people's control like how they were born into this family they were born on the boardroom table when the history in the history of their family out of literally out of their control but what i find unsurprising and kind of jarring at the same time is how they choose to act about that in just like their life in the decisions they make but also in conversation when it does come up as a confronting topic the resistance that it's met with says it all it's like oh so you you were born into this long history of stuff and you are choosing to just play into that you're very comfortable there and you don't want that to be 
even a topic on the table really it can't be a topic on the table because i also think as well what i find really interesting now is i know i can only have this conversation now because i have a level of privilege that i never had before if i never would have gone to uni and had the privilege of going to uni exactly i never i wouldn't have known those people i wouldn't have really known this discourse so much i wouldn't have known how um kind of prevalent this kind of realm of society is i wouldn't have actually been able to really physically gauge these people because i'd never known them and now i've seen them i can't get them out (laughs) of my mind i can't unsee the shit that i have seen but it only comes from having experienced it and i know there's a version of me out there who never did any of this never went to uni and would never have this conversation because i wouldn't have the words to articulate what it meant because my parents couldn't spell archaeology yeah exactly well exactly is i think a lot of it is like you wouldn't even have the time to think about it because you'd be so busy at your job feeding your kids doing the things that you're supposed to do i just do want everyone to feel like i think the biggest thing i felt was beyond like actual kind of with financial insecurity a feeling of like a lack of safety for example Mm and a lack of stability in life in like a real world way beyond that like in a mental sense I think one of the hardest things for me was feeling really um invalid as a human feeling really like unworthy and I just hope everyone here feels like I know I always say but of all the things standing in your way remove yourself from that list don't make you be the final boss of all the things in your way um and i'm sure we're speaking to a few private school girls here which is interesting um but i hope you guys are well i'm sure you are on your holly bobs and you're just chilling out um but also i think again as we were saying on the last episode let's take the shame out of that and make it a conversation because the shame only keeps it in the dark like in the thing of like you can't help you really can't particularly help that your parents paid this money for you this sort of stuff was happening to you you. when you were a child look you were a kid your parents paid a load of money for you but i think that's when it becomes the responsibility to make that a conversation make that an acknowledged thing Mm. like and not say shitty things maybe like if you if you're sitting on a ton of money do something with it i think 100 percent. do something with it that maybe benefits not just the people like you Oh, I've got also a, like, in a bit of a bad mood, a bit of a stinky mood now, actually. Sorry I know, I'm trying that. to think of how we can bring this to a nice ending. Um, okay, nice funny ending is, despite all of your privileges, you're probably not a straight white man. So <laughs> true. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm so joking, true. I'm joking. I love a straight white man, however. Um, I love a fair few. And despite all of our kind of differing experiences i'm sure we can all mostly connect on the fact that there's one thing we're not in this circle and that's a straight white man and if you are a straight white man thanks for popping in hope you learned some things um i hope you (laughs) had show yourself out (laughs) no (laughs) i think stay stay for as long as possible soak it all up soak up the sephia wing vibes and go and strike a lightning bolt through your ceo's office Well, I hope you're all having a good day. I hope we Me bummed too. Every- I almost feel like we bummed everyone. I would have liked to listen to this because it would have, for example, if I was on the bus to uni, I would have been sulking away feeling, I would. I was feeling so bad that I didn't even know I was feeling bad. Like why? You'd feel validated. I'd feel it. like, oh, people are normal. Like I didn't meet a normal person for three years. That hurts. <laughs> like that does something to the soul. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that is quite crazy. Yeah. 
Anyway, let's get out of here. Yeah. Let's go. Cool. Thanks, right. guys. If you don't hear from us, you're valid. <laughs> if you don't hear from us, assume you're valid the worst. and assume the worst. <laughs>